Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I'll leap forward and backwards in all directions bionically. Look up in the sky. What do you see? It's a black man with an angry disposition. That's right. You know what? Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Sorry, I had to get out a bit of that rage. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. To the right side of me, the man, the myth, the legend, the legendary, he drinks your milkshake. His name is Black Adam Willis. Yes, uh, a myth, a legend, only if you don't know the definition of myth or legend. Yes, but thank you for the introduction. It's always uh, wonderful to get those, and it's always good to see you on a Monday, my friend. How are you doing? Oh, dude, I'm not bad, man. I swung by the supermarket over there. Uh, basically, I had a really, really, really lame Monday, from, <laughs> uh, which preceded or proceeds uh, kind of a lame weekend, which topped off a lame week last week. So it's just like today or in the last couple hours, I'm hoping that like that streak is over. Well, you're hoping to turn it around here on the show is what you're saying? Because it does sound pretty lame. I'm hoping so, man. Well, I mean, though, you came in last week. Hi, you were, you, were, you were feeling good. You were looking good. You brought us cookies. You had everything all set up. And no. I feel like that's what I'm being punished for now, man. <laughs> that other shoe drops. I'm paying for the good times is what you're saying. Right on my forehead all, right. all day. Yep. <laughs> but now we're not alone in the house, yo. I'm looking across the table to my homeboy, Dirty D. What's what, happening? What's up, brother? Brother Adam. What's up, man? What's up? Long time. Yeah, yeah. Here I'll give you a, I'll, give, I'll pass you an action figure too. I'll give you one of the uh, Road Warriors. I drew that. I drew the uh, the the the, 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 the hair. I filled in, I filled some of his uh, bald spots. Uh, you too. you drew a comb over on. Okay, he's he's looking at uh he's look, got a hawk and animal uh, action figures here. Those old school wrestlers. And you you drew a comb over on Hawk the bald one. Yeah, man. I got to keep my hands occupied sometimes when I was doing the show. Yeah, so. but that's like that's like sacrilegious. <laughs> that's yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's, not like, that that's like putting the bushwhackers in a business suit. Bush right, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm or have them speaking properly. Yeah, yeah. giving Trish Stratus an A cup. <laughs> oh. know, these are things you don't do. All right, but no, we got an action-packed fun-filled. Oh, actually, I'm not going to say fun-filled, man. We got some messed-up news. More <clears throat> uh, messed-up rapture if, news. Yeah, dude. Yo, if you, if you are a cl- I'll jump right into it. If you're a classic film fan and you watch old-school TV or anything, if you study this stuff, I know I did, Adam did. Mm-hmm. You may know the name early. You probably know the face of George Kennedy. Passed away uh, last week at age 91. I'd say the most recognizable role he had where you could actually picture the man himself is if you watch the Naked Gun movies Mm -hmm. or um, the Police Squad TV show. Yeah. He was the chief. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because he'll probably be known for that for for most people that would recognize him like oh this guy from police but he, you know, he was it's he, comedy but it's not bad it's like no it, 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 yeah and it's funny but he this is a guy who also won an Academy Award this guy mm-hmm. was in Cool Hand Luke and he's like he was the the meat and potatoes guys from those 60s 70s gritty gritty movies where he seemed to be yeah, cast almost stuff. like every other film with his yeah. deep voice he had a deep voice man yeah. he, did. He, was, he was one of, he was one of those Presence. dudes he's got a presence oh yeah that comforting presence too and uh you, if you felt better when you're watching him on screen, you know what I mean? It was, yeah, it kind of filled up the uh, the camera. Well, and, like into a John Malkovich or a Paul Giamatti, he plays supporting characters but never really took on, like, the lead lead. Right. Yeah. But he was good with his, man. You look at his catalog. He was great. He had a great career doing just that, you know what I mean? He didn't, you know, he was never... He was never worn thin, you know what I mean? You could show that's why he could show up in like fifty movies and you'd be like, Ah, right, that's cool. You know, it's, you yeah. didn't get tired of his face. He was also always worked there. his ass off because fifty movies like a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like one of those ones rivaling Frank Welker. It's just like he was in this, 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 then lunch. Then this, 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 this. <laughs> um now I got the actual blurb here. Prolific T V and film actor Kennedy became uh, one of the go-to guys in Hollywood. We mentioned Cool Hand Luke. It's one of my favorite movies, but mm-hmm. he's in like 
part of a, an ensemble cast of different flicks yeah. for years. And one I didn't know of, he did a movie with Clint Eastwood and Jeff Bridges. It was a heist film. You're talking about like Jack. Thunderbolt yeah, and Lightfoot? Is that the yes, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that dude's yeah. always been. Dude, it looked kind of sinister. He played a bad guy. He didn't know. He played bad guys. It's an ensemble movie where it's like you think of these people. And I look at the year and it was like 1963 yeah. or something. Basically, a movie with Jeff Bridges and Clint Eastwood. Like, these are a these young are Jeff attack. Bridges. Like, yeah. He's probably in his 20s in that Baby faced. <laughs> Baby faced dude. Yeah. Well, Clint Eastwood's also been like old since forever. You ever watch old episodes of Rawhide? <laughs> yeah. This dude, this dude was like 19 years old, looked like he was 53. His mother's still alive, dogs. too. That's Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. That was a good flick. His mother's still alive. Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Wow. His mother's like pushing like 99. Well, I mean, I feel like he's older than her. <laughs> it's one of those don't be a menace things. God, yeah. Dad, you want to come to the party? Like, oh, you know, I only got to be a Lazarus pit somewhere. These are cats who are Academy Award winners. You worked with them when they were nobody. Yeah. When they were nothing. Uppercomers. Dude, uh, I watched the clip where he's flying a um, he's flying a jet. Like a commercial airline jet that's being shot at by military jet fighters. Uh. And he's trying to avoid their missiles, yeah. get these people across the pond to safety while they're trying to take him out. And he's firing flares out the window. And it's like legit acting. It's like one of the, one of the flares jams. He managed to fend off one missile. Yeah. Now he's got to do some like ill stunt flying, flies close to the water. He's flipping and doing like 360s and barrel rolls. And I'm like, this is a commercial jet. Oh, why this not is... breaking a sweat and looking cool as hell? Yeah. <laughs> I saw how hard it was for uh, Denzel to do one turn in flight. <clears throat> yeah. This dude's like, <laughs> this dude's just yeah, yeah, this, this going dude's up playing there. Star Fox, man. Just... It's like the plane in uh, Indiana Jones <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it was goofy, but the acting was solid. And yeah. I definitely got to give it up to him. It's just like, he's one of those actors. He's like James Coburn. You know, I like his yeah, body yeah, of work, yeah. but I don't really think about him until something like this happens and he makes the news where it's like, I watch all the old movies. He was a fixture. Well, I was like those guys that could do it all, too. You know, you could do something. Silly like the Police Academy movies, or not the Police Academy, but uh, or the Naked Gun movies, and he could do like serious acting. You know what I mean? He was very versatile, and you could just see him in anything. Like I said, yeah, which is always uh, sad news. You know what I mean? This guy was old, but he did miss the end of the O.J. Simpson show. <laughs> of course, he started he started next to the juice in those films, and I think he's like, I can't take this anymore, dude. You know what? He, no, that legacy that legacy ruined enough for him. Yo, I, I thought Naked oh, Gun man. probably would have spun off into a uh, a new Police Squad series if O.J. Um, hadn't started killing people. Yeah. <laughs> it's true it's true yeah, as soon as that white is. bronco started going like well this is we're done now yeah, yeah. why cuba why <laughs> i mean oj why oj i refuse to watch that show don't do yeah you don't, don't yeah. do it to yourself my girlfriend's like oh we should watch it like i don't know why would she do that and somebody was watching it they're like uh well cuba good and he's like i don't you know i don't know why he's he's the actor in this he's too likable it's just like well people forget like yeah. juice was the most likable dude that's why it's a big thing you know yeah. what i mean like, he's the most likable guy around he was mm. in those movies was then everything uh, who plays this, who plays uh, Johnny Cochran? Is that uh, I think it was like Andre Brower? Is that him? I don't know. Right, so no, it's, like, it's like a bunch of respectable actors. Like David Schwimmer's in this, like and he says asshole. juice like every fifteen seconds. Yeah, like, I'm the juice. juice. All, I, all I need to see is uh, is um, is uh, Aziz Ansari as uh, <laughs> as uh, what's his name Kardashian. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but we're, um, but we're uh, who's gonna so play Ray J in the next one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll be Ray J. <laughs> 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 all right, Ray so. J actually. Yeah. 
Uh, so we're talking about actor George Kennedy, passed away at 91 years old, actually made a significant contribution to Hollywood, to movies, to television, yes, to our lives, man. Yeah, and we get this, like, I mean, I, I read this news before last week's show, and of course we didn't have enough time to kind of kind of throw it in and stuff, so it was like just... Bring that like, up, man. Kinda, you make me look incompetent. No, no, I was just saying it was like weighing on me then, like, I was like, I should have mentioned it now, now we'll just... We'll, you know, well, we'll no, it's cool, because now we're able to give it more attention, you know, yep. give it, you know, the proper... Well, absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah. So, George Kennedy, rest in peace. All right, next bit of news story isn't much happier, though. I um, know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, by the way, <laughs> I grew yeah. up watching American Gladiators. <clears throat> what was your event? If you could do one event, like, I, I, I want to do the gauntlet. The gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, you want to do the um the, the, oh, the phone, no, the gun, the uh, the, the way you got to hide behind stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then you get it gets that's it gets pa- closer as you get up, and the guys trying to hit you with like the yeah. Nerf balls. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the gauntlet. Uh, that's the gauntlet. Right, yeah, that's, that's the gauntlet. Because uh, you, you got to run through each one of those. They're shooting at you from uh, on high with the tennis ball gun. Yeah, and you get those single Nerf one action single shot. You get the like the nerf like uh, uh, the archery one, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like trying to draw back this nerf arrow, yeah, and, the, and you're like trying to the, shoot the, that. The yeah. joust, like, yeah. The joust was uh, fun. The, too. the joust, yeah, because they put you over water. I just remember Gemini was always real good at that. Gemini, the, the big, yeah, and steel. And all, all those other, like, hard buttocks women. I was waiting for Cubic Zirconia to come out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he was going to be the yeah, next one. they low on those names. Because, like, you know. Hey. It's like, and here, here, here comes tax refund. Like, what? Um, I don't think y'all Of course, you remember, what was the TJF show? Did They did an episode. Oh, it was. Uh... Oh, they all did them. Um, Steve Urkel faced down American Gladiators. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, step by is. Step, I think, faced down American Gladiators as well. Right. Um, remember when they tried to reboot it? American Gladiators? Yeah, yeah, yeah we with like, for like a hot second. The problem there is they took it extra, extra serious. Like these guys yeah. were full, like, they had like an extra like, 70 pounds and everybody was flying around. <laughs> goons and cartoons and an unhealthy. It was tiny Zeus Lister up there on the top of the pyramid, like throwing guys off. <laughs> I'd be okay with that, actually. Whoa, yeah. Get, get the president from you Fifth Elements of Bust my ass anytime, d <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we brought up American Gladiators because one of the American Gladiators who we went on to actually know better after that show yeah. uh, has passed away. Uh, a man by the name of Lee Rareman, uh, who for a long time was the American Gladiator Hawk hmm. and uh, went on to be a TV producer. We were actually talking about it before the show. Uh, he did a bunch of shows that we actually know. Uh, one of my personal favorites, so I'll just bring it back up again, is uh, Arena on G4. Because yeah. that was when I first, like, Identified this dude as yo, that's that guy from that show. Find out he's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also wearing a unitard and like you know not smacking this little short dude off the screen and stuff. Um, but he was an Ivy League football star. This yeah. I didn't know. Um, like Ivy League, which means he had that like legit education. He may be one of those Dolph Lundgren type cats where he's got like a degree in. Why am um, I stuck in this giant, massive, powerful body? Yeah. Oh no, breaks the Rubik's cube. Yeah, like we call him Doctor Hawk. <laughs> Um, he was also an actor and producer, and uh, he was the American Gladiator Hawk, as we know. Um, but beyond that, he went on to produce episodes of it. Episodes wow. of that, episodes. I mean, it's just one of those situations where you find out about someone's background, and you feel almost bad that you never knew how much they were involved in. Yeah, Lee Rehrman was one of the people who eventually you knew who he was. You know, and the contributions he made to television, I mean, Didn't those are poignant. And they stick, they stick out in the memory, you know. And, and it's like the fact that this dude was only 49 years old, that's relatively young. Well, I think you said he was sick, right? He was sick for a oh, long while. Yeah, he had had a, well, he had had a uh, hip surgery okay. a while back. And his health, was he, like, he never fully recovered. Yeah. Uh, they haven't disclosed what was the actual cause of death. But it's basically just failing health over time. Mm. Like, or, or the evil black monster of 2016 is just... 
Well, that too, but the <laughs> fact that saying. we're only in March 2016 and we've lost like 46 different, like, you know. Whether <laughs> old or young. I'm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just yeah, saying. Seriously. People are just dropping like All flies. I'm saying is, <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz, watch it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't even throw this stuff out there anymore, man. I'm trying not to. Because I realize, yeah, dude, that, that's sort of Damocles, man. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to hit girl. I love you, baby. <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah, so Lee Rehrman, American Gladiator Hawk. Representative of Arena and G4 and gaming pioneer. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right. So on to still not happier news, just more ridiculousness.
supposedly killing off Bruce Wayne. Yeah, okay. Making a murder and then killing him, which they didn't Batman do. Batman idea, I think it was called. Yeah, which I invested so much money in and was just, for no payoff, I was pissed. Yeah, I dude. know. But now... Um, I actually enjoyed all that battle of the cowl in between that, though. That was a good reading. Nah, well, okay, no. Some of that was good. Yeah. I don't like how they re- how they reintroduced uh, Cassandra's father. Cassandra, the new Batgirl. Yeah, yeah. Her father was supposedly the only villain who can match Batman's strength and skill. Really? Because there's a dude named Ubu. There's another dude named Slade. There's like another dude. There's like not, there's like there's tons of them. Forget Wild, you. Hell, Wildcat taught him everything he knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bane's still kicking around, Joe. Both <laughs> the suckers back. I'm saying. I don't know if you remember, but yeah. Yeah. Like crack him in half. <laughs> nah, seriously. Like you guys making, know like, like, so like much more about this than I do and you're throwing out these names. It's kind of scratch how, my head. How, Man, you know who Bane is. I, 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 yeah, come on. You know. I would have liked to seen a third Michael Keaton Batman movie with Tim Burton. That would have been mm. great. That would have been good. To... You didn't like Return? Yo, Dude, Dude, Return was the nah, best, man. But bear in mind, like, the, I'm somebody who was into Batman before the movies came out. Understandable. So, you were the hipster well, Batman, like. I wasn't the hipster. <laughs> I was in the I was four. I'm how am I hipster? Like, how am I hipster at age four? You get so sensitive, man. Anyways, like, the Tim Burton Batmans are credited with bringing Batman back to the forefront. It was a new what? Batman uh-huh. for a new age and with a new image. The thing is, though, as probably a- the most quotable Batman movie. Oh, uh, really? Uh, you really don't Certainly. remember? You don't remember? Where the Dead Come on, man. I hated every Christian Bale moment. <laughs> Christian Bale was the man. I liked him um, as Bruce Wayne, but not as Batman. He was corny. Oh, man. I believe. In Harvey, you can almost hear the teeth. You can, oh, in Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent. <laughs> um, but um, no, Tim Burton. That's what Tim Burton's credited with. That's why yeah. I feel that anyone who wasn't in the Batman before, that's why those mesh. I like Michael Keaton as an actor. I like Michael Keaton as Bruce. Come on, man, you want to get nuts? Yeah, yeah. you know, I like great. Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. I don't like your inference, guess- Bruce. And he has point. And he's like, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't know I was making one. <laughs> like yeah. so laid back. Like it's all right, dude. Like, yeah, no, he was awesome. But I like the. I like him. You yeah. know, but as Batman, it didn't do it for Everyone's me. Everyone's got that problem when they're like, I like him as Bruce Wayne, but I don't like him as Batman. I think Batman's a, a hugely different thing. Everyone doesn't like the, the that covering their voice type thing. I like have to mask it. You yeah. know, that's why it's like a, you see with the new Batman, like they have that robotic kind of sound. It's like you can tell it's like a, a generated thing to kind of avoid that. I'm I thought trying was really fun. hard not to get into the whole mindset of there'll never be a better Batman than Kevin Conroy. And I'm like, Kevin Conroy did this joint over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, dang, it's still a, the it's, definitive Batman. It's, it's still, but that's because people cling to that nostalgia. There have been several people that have tried since, and I think they never really got a fair shake. You know, like the dude who did Batman on uh, on that cartoon show, The Batman. Yeah. You know, where it had like that, it was a bad show, but he was a good Batman in it, you know? Yeah. And good voice, good yeah, quality. but very over, over, uh, over, overlooked, overshadowed because Tim, uh, Tim, uh, Kevin Conroy was still the definitive bat. What, 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 what's the story? How do we get off this? Well, the rebooting, rebooting. Okay, I noticed it more and more as they went on, and it was unapologetic. I even wrote letters. I wrote letters in. Just saying, hey, I would die for a copy of one of those. I can see you as the guy who writes letters. I would die for a copy of one of those. I want I was uh, that. The only company I wrote into was Chaos Comics, and that's because I was a 15 year old kid with a libido and they had tits. But basically, <laughs> Thank that's you, my Jesus beef with Jesus for exposing me to tits. Yo, <laughs> and by the way, I hate your characters. Chaos Comics back in the day, man. 
What? Huh? Chaos Comics back in the day was all blood and boobs, dude. It was, was it? It was, it was a beautiful time Bro, to be young. The, re- the reboot makes no sense, obviously. Of Chaos? No, you're no, right. Chaos got about, well, that would be nice. Boobs <laughs> is always good, bro. No, the actual news story we're talking about here, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, just let me actually read this out so people know what we're talking about because we got kind of uh, kind of on a rant. Uh, DC's announced Rebirth. It, they're rebooting the entire universe again. Yeah. Now, this isn't too long after they did the last time, which is what we were talking about, and the new 52 overhaul. And uh, now they're canceling several others, and they're pushing uh, several books, and they're pushing uh, some others to the back burner just to uh, really emphasize some more. And I think that's really to tie in with uh, the new Batman versus Superman movie. Yeah. Yeah, I like, which is pretty good. I like the idea of like wiping a universe clean if you don't like what you're doing with it. Like, ah, yeah. nah, let's just let's just start over. Yeah, from scratch. You know, that, that's only thing fine is, once. Yeah. This no, is, like this, yeah, how this, it can this, be this tedious once like you invested stuff in into 10 it. Years. Yeah, I'm gonna get once you invested like, oh, what was the point of you know all those years? I'm just saying like now, like oh, Donald Trump, all this but, stuff. Let's just wipe it clean and Mar- start Marvel over. Marvel does the same thing. They reboot everything like every single. Right. But they just did like a massive reboot. <clears throat> Yeah, I just, no, I just you're talking about the uh, No More Mutants thing? <clears throat> no. Well, they, again, to correlate with their movie product, which is killing. Mm. And that's what Warner Brothers is probably like, th- realistically thinking about approaching it. Because let's, let's be honest, Marvel's killing it in the movie game. Do They're you making think a shitload of money back. Do you think that's a wise decision, though? Kind of like the tail wagging the dog? For, like, like, hey, these not, movies are no, doing well. Let's copy the movies. Adam, you know? know what Warner Brothers' problem is? They don't put their all behind it. Like, if you're right. going to make a move... Put your all behind it. Like, no, they kind of do it. Move. Well, they leave themselves like uh, an escape door always. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. uh, let's just nah, that wasn't working. I don't want to go with that. You know what I mean? So it's well, it's yeah. a lack of. Faith let's make in a new Batman. Ca- uh, let's let's cast a new major actor as Batman. Every goddamn Batman. Yeah, yeah like dude. come on, dude. Like being his actual me. voice. Yes. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I'm uh, talking about like he's the, not Bronson. No, but yeah, like the yeah. early the early trailers for that, they had his voice, but it was so muffled. It was like Gotham Gray. You know, it was it was different. It wasn't like turned up in there because it didn't test well be like i can't really understand what you're saying like you don't need to just want to make the point like uh, when he came out as that character he's the movie did great the Mm -hmm. character was beloved everybody just was on his you know jock yeah sure yeah so um it was on his the the comics started um then drawing him as such yeah as that specific looking character and i'm like and 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 then like no and it was like so ill um accepted nobody they always always do that so it's, it's it's a money thing so how much money is dc actually losing dude well, that's the question. They're like, not losing anything right now. They'll gain more because now folks who have been collecting, it's like, yo, I've got every issue of, oh, they're starting again. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting tired of that. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to buy again. Like, this costs us money. It's, 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 it's they're painful. They're not like to dollar comics thing. anymore. These are like $5.99 sometimes. Seriously, where dude, you're going. what the hell, man? Where's the respect for people who are paying for this stuff? What about the young Have kid who wants to make it as a hobby and his parents give him like a $5 allowance every week? You mean he's going to spoil all his money on a comic? That's right? where the real tragedy is, man. It's hard for new people to become comic fans. Yeah. They'll see the well movie said. and then they'll want to buy the book. The problem is they won't be able to afford the books. Or they won't be able to follow the storyline because it'll be revamped again in two years, yeah. you know? So it's just like DC's. He fought Doomsday. No, he didn't. He was blue. He was red. No, he wasn't. But then again, he was. Okay, okay but... yeah, there's something should be rebooted. <laughs> that, that blue red Superman. That was garbage, dude. I was, was pissed when I saw I was like, do you guys really brought him back? Like, Man, you know what the best thing that came from that is when they did the whole uh, DC versus Marvel yeah. uh, joint? It was just like everyone thought, well, you know, it's the old Superman can't beat because if you put him in the shade, like, nah, this, this eliminated all that. He's Superman, but he's also like a one man gang. Yeah, with some yellow sun. Seriously. But no, DC's rebooting the universe. DC Rebirth. Keep an eye out, out for it. And it's like Jeff Johns has right? put out. Yeah. This yeah, fall. Coming out yeah. real soon. But uh, Jeff Johns right now has put out a video vaguely explaining why I watch this sucker. He gives no yeah. 
explanation besides everything we've alluded to here. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but check it out for yourself. If you Google uh, DC Comics Rebirth, uh, it should be the first uh, thing that comes up. I want to hear a little bit about Game of Thrones from Telltale. You got the inside stuff, my man. Play yes, I on. do, brother. Another Telltale game, and I actually really do love these Telltale games. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a Telltale game, they were like a small little development company out of like Cali. I forgot where. San Jose, Cali, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were actually under LucasArts for a little while. And they, you know, they broke off and their whole premise towards approaching gaming is episodic and like intelligent storytelling, I guess, if you want to call it that. And um, if you've ever played one, you know, it's pretty much a game of choice. And it's more like you're watching an episode of like whatever favorite TV show I want. You know, that's the best way to describe them for people who don't know. Well, yeah, but these games are big now. Oh, they're the huge. I, so I haven't played the fr- first couple ones that came out, like the Wolf Among Us. That title. was the game based off of the Fables comic series. See, I, did, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, you, that's got, only you, got, you got to play the big bad wolf. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, they set um, that in, uh, I believe it was the uh, first story, uh, Fable storyline, in which case, in which before it got all grandiose, yeah, yeah. you were the big bad wolf saw, saw, uh, trying to solve the murder of uh, Snow White's sister Rose Red. Oh, so now I gotta play it. <laughs> that actually sounds super interesting. Because for that, I'm, I'm interested to see how they approach that one because I'll be honest, all the Telltale games I've played have been pretty apropos for the subject matter that they pick. Like, they've done deals with... Uh, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So the Walking Dead Telltale games are pretty solid. Um, I got to play the Tales of the Borderland one, so those are pretty solid. And both of them approached both franchises as close to the feel of the franchise as possible. Mm-hmm. And Telltale relatively does a great game when they combine you know, forces with the companies and whatnot. I'm going to tell you right now, Game of Thrones is probably the best one. Really? Dude, it felt like I was watching an episode of Game of Thrones. Mind you, I knew I was playing a Game of Thrones, so uh, to be very honest with you, you will enjoy this game more if you have a background in Game of Thrones. So, because it picks off right at a certain point of the storyline, uh, when the Red Wedding. Uh, I don't know if you read Game okay, of Thrones. So, how so is it going to be act a spoiler if you don't know it? It's a huge spoiler oh, okay. for the for like for. It, it, um, I'm assuming they're, they they coupled with HBO on this one, so I'm assuming they're following the HBO canon, you know, storyline. So, you know, if you have any intention of watching Game of Thrones, you shouldn't play this game, don't play this right? Game. If you haven't Do seen not. it, yet. I, I suggest that if you don't care, then just jump right in. You'll just enjoy it as a right. telltale yeah, game. You'll be touching your sister in no time, <laughs> pushing your children hint, out hint, windows. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> that was so messed up. You remember when you first saw that? Like that's how I knew that was going to be a great series. Or if you do like, the show it. along, you get the, uh, sh- the ruined point. <laughs> but uh, long story, it, just to uh, move forward, it captured. So, so you remember how you watched? Just like you, you saw, it, you know, you find out that he's having a relationship with his sister. That's shocking. Like, whoa, that's pretty good spin on the story. The world pushed the kid out the window. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And then the dragon thing comes up, and it's like, whoa, this is a very interesting universe. They captured the exact feeling. So, no, I, I hear you though, man. So you're saying if I if I read the books and are familiar with the HBO story, because I just feel like they cater more to the HBO storyline as opposed to the books. Because the books, if you've read them, they're very like all over the place and they're very uh, yeah, descriptive. very they're, long. They're, they're all, yeah, exactly. exactly <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many trees they. Killed for all those multiple, books, one for each, right? Multiple. I think it was. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Street either? Yo, like half of Canada has trees anymore. So, the, like the choices, like in all Telltale games, you have to make choices. Mm. Once I got the the direction and the feel of this game was, I was like, this specific Telltale game was. I was like, wow, I really got to make sure I make the right choices because this again, this is Game of Thrones, and you know, if I don't make the right choice or align with the right person, this is really gonna pay off. Like, you know, I'm gonna either feel it or it's gonna pay off like three, an episode three or four. Mm. Just to sum it all up, that first episode messed me up. So I had to play the rest of the game. It messed the ending of that first episode messed me up so bad. And I'm not trying to give spoilers because 
it's really that good. Mm-hmm. Um, it messed me up that so from on episodes two, three, four, five, and six, I was literally waiting till the last second with the timer to make a choice. So I made the right decision. I was literally running multiple scenarios in my head, like <laughs> if I make that decision, this might happen because I make sure I. I, 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 I told like this dude I banged his, the night. Yeah. you know, like I banged his girl in episode one, and I shouldn't have did that, and he remembered that. So then I have to make sure I remember well, this, <laughs> and then he might just stab me in my neck in the middle of the goddamn episode, like whoa, like, that's what happened. Game over. Thanks for playing. Seriously, man, and it's just like well, oh, and it's graphic, dude. Like um, it was more graphic than um borderlands and it was way more graphic than um uh walking dead walking dead yeah zombies will eat you but mm. you don't physically see them like ripping your throat out and you see the throat come out and dislodge from your trachea That's like in this one because tell, uh, like, telltale i mean borderlands i understand it it's, it's cartoon violence yeah it was comedic you know? more than anything else you know? yeah but in yeah. game of thrones i understand that this is not the show yeah i would have expected them to pull back a little no they, no, they I mean, right. like you're you're uh, in one of the quick time scenes, you know, quick action scenes. Yeah. You know, swipe left, up, down. If you miss, yeah, you're swipe catching right, an arrow you directly date, in left. the eye. They, like you're you're in the middle of like you know you're trying to rescue this girl, and if you miss the swipe and you don't make it in time, she just caught. She just literally gets her head lobbed right in front of you, and it and they and they force it. Like they'll lob the head, it'll go in the air, they'll show it, it'll land on the floor, it'll roll, and then it'll roll right in front of your face. And then she got the, she got the, <laughs> she got this look of despair on her face. Like why did you save yeah. me? I'm like damn it. The body but lands, and somehow the, the finger is pointing at you. I like just, you know what you did. Pat, I was just really guys. I was just really impressed with the way it just held my attention so hard. Like um, I felt like i was watching a game of thrones episode the guy like you, you i'm making the best choices possible i'm running these scenarios mm-hmm. and you still can't predict who's gonna catch it that's a good this thing, is the man. franchise imagine, it's great even if you know the story from the books or the show yeah. it might make it a little stale it might seem like you're playing out storylines that already exist yeah well uh, yeah exactly so, so this um, doesn't do that you're saying no it doesn't do that it's its own separate storyline it's the forester clan it's the house forces that were banning men for the starks uh for the people who do know the story they're abandoned for the Starks, and you're following their story and their little epic adventure in the world. Yeah, dude, John um, Starks. John Starks. <laughs> that was Stark, such Stark. Tony yo, Stark too. I remember, yeah. yo, for the, for those of you who haven't like Pat, I I remember watching the HBO show, and it's the funniest moment in my life because my girlfriend said the funniest thing probably on earth. I'll remember this the day I die. Mm-hmm. We're watching it. We're into it. I I had to sell her into watching the show, mm-hmm. and she's into it now. And then and then you and you watch the Red Wedding, and then she goes, "Oh my God, that's so messed up." You know what, Derek? Starks really suck at Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I'm on the floor, like, yo, that is the funniest statement on the floor. Because they they sucked. Like they the whole claim just wiped out. Like of course. And you know, and yeah, hence why, you hence, feel why bad. They, hence why they had a changeover. And you get that same feeling from the Forrester clan because they're dealing with the repercussions of their loss. Like they were the they were the north, they ran the north, and you're feeling that whole thing throughout the game. So yeah, it, it, um get the game. It's great. It's worth every $5 episode if you can't get it. I'm pretty sure you can get it in like a nice collection bundle now on like Xbox Live, PS4 Network, PSN mm-hmm. Network, on Steam, whatever. Whatever is, you know, preference, uh, whatever system you choose or, you know, what I'm not going to give it a rating. It was just, if you well, like no, Telltale rating, Games, rating they're thumbs great. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Th- uh, two thumbs up. If you're a Game mm-hmm. of Thrones fan, two thumbs up. And if you're just a guy who likes Telltale Games, thumbs up. It was a great game. But uh, for for Game of Thrones fans like myself, I was just super impressed with it, and it's probably it was the you know, last thing I'm gonna say about it. Mm-hmm. It used that whole mono model, the moniker, uh, the model that um, the approach that uh, Telltale uses for their games, episodic, intelligent gaming decision. Mm-hmm. It, it exploits the hell out of that, and cool. you you are sucked right into those choices, and you and you literally like it's one of the, it's one of those Telltale games where like you remember your choices. Because, like, with uh, Borderlands, I, sometimes I'm just like, well, this is comedic. I'm just going to pick the most random, funny shit possible. Well, no, Borderlands, I just chose to be a... 
And, you know, it worked out for me in the end. Yeah. But no, that's good. Okay, so Game of Thrones from Telltale Games. Yep. It um, apparently uh, receives your highest recommendation. Yeah, two thumbs up, man. I mean, just dive into it. You'll enjoy it. It's a great story. Game of Thrones, man, they're like a small niche group, too. They're not even that big, right? It's not even that big a show. It's a a real small (laughs) cadre of people. Just HBO. Yeah, they they huddle. (laughs) HBO has its own streaming service now. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Right. right. All right. So while we have a good amount of time left, Adam, you have a review for Mermaid. Yeah, which is if you guys, this is called The Mermaid. Have you heard of it? So you guys are probably the yeah, you guys are probably the only two right now. (laughs) Oh wow! Okay. Well, the thing is, and and, and I, I think I want to see the the poster for that. Right. The point I want to make before before getting into into the review a little bit is this is like behind Deadpool. This is the second biggest movie in the world for the past (laughs) for the past couple uh, couple weeks because this is a Stephen Chow film and this this movie crossed five hundred million dollars in China alone. Wow. You know what I mean? This yeah, film I thought, is I thought you were being facetious. I was going to say No, that this George film is <laughs> no, this film is so big and nobody seems to know or have heard about it here in Boston and I think in America in general because it got such a little push from I think it was Sony who was releasing. I think like I heard something like a lot of the CEOs didn't even know it was released yet. Wow. That's how much like push they have and that's how much little respect they have for uh, a foreign film that had like of a, a, a certain draw. So I saw if it's this. It's been that covert. How did you see it? Because I read something along those lines, like this is this huge movie that no one knows is out, but this is this is what's happening. It's 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 making all this money. It's right behind Deadpool. Okay, so you can now look it up. I'm, I'm excited because like all I saw was this like image in the, like a brief description. Yeah, and and, and it's thing too. It's, it's cool. Water. Dig it. It's starring Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure. It's and not. it's uh, and <laughs> so it's like the Eastern version of Mermaid, or is it like a completely separate story? Of Splash, you're talking? Splash. No, yeah, it's, Splash, it, it's called Mermaid. But and another thing too, and it's it's here. It's called Me. It's like this. It's under its original title too which most people can't pronounce so they see this foreign thing and they're not even interested mm. right away and when i went and, and saw oh, it yesterday goldfish the revenge <laughs> the only the only theater showing it i think is the uh the amc in downtown and when wow. i went and there the theater was nearly sold out and i was pro- Damn, it was brother. me and my girlfriend i think we were the only americans in there you know what Jeez. i mean so it was really funny it was like it was a great experience kind of sitting there and watching that humor on that level for that attended audience and um not to as you a, off was this dubbed or subbed it was a subtitle yeah okay yeah 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 i don't think i'm not I'm like too old for dubbed films now without trying to laugh through them it's like <laughs> like old kung fu where it's funny you know I what like i mean a, i like a good dubbed movie i emphasize which good. is there are so few and far between that you might as Nowadays, well just go yeah. just yeah. just read dude it's all right you know what i mean it's, you guys are gonna survive yeah um you gotta use brain power <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look at the What's words and stuff yeah so uh, th- this film follows a uh, this big tycoon named Juan, and he's kind of destroying the ocean. He's trying to reclaim this part of the sea, and he's putting these giant sonar things in the water, and and that is causing a big disturbance among the mermaid population who yeah, can't go because they just his. and so people don't know that these mermaids exist. So, but yeah. they're all trapped in like this one huddled group inside this cove, mm-hmm. and then they send singing to him. <laughs> and they send out this one girl to. Um, would you stop? Could you say? Could you just stop? All right. All right. <laughs> so they send out this one girl, and she's kind of disguised. She got the thing over her leg, uh, over her flippers thing, so she looks like she has legs. And she's supposed okay. to seduce this guy and then kill him, so they can, you know, reclaim the sea and get these things out of the water. Right. And well, of course, this is, this is live action, not animated. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. 
And so this is um, if you see in any of Stephen Chow's films, you know, like Shaolin Soccer and things like that. Yeah. It's 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 Over it plays like that, you know what I mean? It has really these funky effects, and I didn't think they were that good. It kind of like a lot of the effects came off as like kind of tacky looking. It wasn't wow. great. Like there was like I mean you have these mermaids, but it's really not that well done. And a lot of the humor, if you know, obviously being an American, it, like it was kind of like not over my head. It was just wasn't like I couldn't pick it up because uh, there's certain it's things lost in well, the, yeah, cultural, cultural. Well, there's certain things certainly lost in translation. Like yeah. a lot of the jokes, like a lot of it's like not what is said, but it's how it's said. You know what I mean? A lot of that, like that nuance and stuff in the language that you can't pick up on. So when yeah. people are giggling, you're like, well, I just didn't understand how it was said, opposed to what was said. I imagine you understand? the whole was giggling. But it, yeah, and it was in. But some of the stuff was 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 really funny. Some of it just flat out wasn't. <laughs> um, but it, 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 it's an interesting story of, you know, of course, they she's there to kill him. And the, there's a lot of like funny slapstick stuff that goes on. And then they fall in love with each other. And then, you know, that brings about all the sort of turmoil that way. But in all fairness, with those with those movies where there is that um, that cultural divide, mm-hmm. uh, I sometimes find myself just laughing my ass off at some things that aren't. Comedy yeah. are meant to be funny just because yeah. they're that different. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like to me, they're like hilarious. And to someone else who's familiar with that society and those norms, this might be like a serious moment. Did you was it, was it right with those? I don't think that in them it, it kind of came. It was started with me laughing with it, and then it kind of became me laughing at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There I wasn't a lot that. of like slowed down, deep emotional moments. There was. I mean, this does have a lot of uh, uh, one of the big messages. One of the under you know. Uh, the the story threads is how we are actually killing the environment that has this uh, a lot of these videos of like them butchering these dolphins and stuff and this is actually a serious problem like we're just destroying the the environment we're storing the ocean and especially yeah. that's especially poignant in in China where there's a, a lot more of that pollution dumping into the ocean and things like that so it was kind of making when you have no regulation <laughs> yeah so they're kind of making this statement on like what does all this money mean when you have yeah. no fresh air, you have no fresh water to drink? Money doesn't matter. So, like, we need to start taking care of number one before, you know, anything. So that message was obviously no, it was perfect. positive, and it was done kind of in this funny way. And there was this this scene where they kind of Wait, all these mermaids. funny. But there's all this scene where they all get rounded up at the end, which isn't very funny, and it shows them kind of like butchering these 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 mermaids as if they were kind of like butchering dolphins. It's kind of making a statement like that stuff is yeah. gnarly, and that stuff really happens. You know what I mean? Like yeah, these scientists the mermaid are, death. I, re- I see, but see that on news every day, man. Who's talking about dolphins? But yeah, <laughs> I know, but I know, it's I know. it's it's an interesting film, and like I said, it's very curious that movie that big worldwide is like got such a little push and such little marketing here in the United States like you think like well, as someone who's seen it then would you think what do you think it it deserves it's earned that title of uh, I think anything deserves its push I mean I see a lot no, of not, really not crappy I mean, movies man, being Jesus. being marketed and plugged everywhere you know well, what I mean said it's like, the number two movie in the world right yeah. now like, it was does it, yeah well okay absolutely was, does it deserve that like you've seen oh, it. I don't. I mean, I think it's, it got there on reputation because Stephen Chow's like obviously a, just this huge, huge star. You know what I mean? And one thing he wasn't—he didn't—he didn't really Russell, act in the—he didn't Shaolin, act in this one soccer, too. Yep. Uh, Muay Thai, um, Kung Fu Hustle. But he didn't act in this, so it was like I, I kind of missed seeing him. And 
Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, this is certainly not his best work. I didn't think it was one of his better movies, but it was it was, it was was kind of fun to watch, go on there and, and, and check it out. But I don't know if it deserved to make that much money. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't that great. Yeah, but dude, it sounds, it sounds to me making, like you identify the importance of this, but you wouldn't really recommend anyone check it out. I don't think, yeah, it was, wasn't wasn't my favorite for sure. And they're not all going to be gems, man. I can feel that, though. Yeah, but like I, I said, it's just... It's, I appreciate international movies more than I did. I think they just take certain type of liberties that, you know... The American well, there, I mean, there's there's this that's like kind of played for for humor. I think like what's funny in one country isn't necessarily funny in another. Exactly. And so, I mean, if you're gonna go see like a foreign film like that, like if you travel, and, and, like there's certain things that are country, like that are, are the humor in it. What's that? If you traveled, say you traveled back and forth to said country, would you kind of you know would you? Oh, be I'm, more unlike it to probably uh, maybe I'm just saying. The, the, if something's dramatic and something makes you cry, that's kind of universal. Where something True. makes you laugh, that's very specific, yeah. and that's like region specific. So, like going to see like an international comedy is more risky than saying like this really dramatic film. Like if anybody watches a Holocaust film, no matter what language is in, yeah. it's that's yeah, that's sad, right, that's horrible. Yeah. So, no. um, um, no, can I point out a, an example of that that uh, I found is perfect? If you guys know it, then cool. If not, then I guess it might not make sense. There's a, uh, a cartoon show, an anime called uh, Crayon Shinchan. Don't know. Yeah. Okay, it's about this obnoxious. At least by little, not that name, anyway. Yeah. You know, it's about this obnoxious little kid. He farts a lot. He talks a lot of smack. And it's like oh, really Shinchan. It came on. Um, I remember. I saw a clip or two. Yeah, it, it ran yeah, briefly he was, on. He's like the Dennis Menace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a like little a bit. I, I, I find hilarious. that show freaking hilarious. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of pervy stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I read up on it. Come to find out the entire show, the entire run of the show that ran here in America uh, was rewritten like oh, wow. from from yeah, from very beginning to very end. Even the theme songs are different because everything in that show, it's it's a funny show, like known to be a funny show. It is way over the top, but it's all so deeply mired in the culture that none of the gags make sense here. Yeah. Right. You know, so this was a similar experience for you. Oh, I, th- I think so. Sure. I mean, there were certainly things that were funny. And I think it, it, like some of the acting, even though a lot of it was like over the top and like slapstick, uh, some of it was really funny. A lot of I mean, there's this one good joke where the guy goes to the police to explain um, that he was in, was in fact kidnapped by mermaids and has these two cops sitting there and one's like drawing a mermaid and he keeps messing it up. He's like, no, it's not like front to back or like side to side. It's like half this, half that. And he just keeps messing up this drawing and it's just like it's it's acted really well. The comic timing was really perfect. So I think that was one of the the high notes. But yeah, it was it was there was a few and far between for no, what I would want like out of a comedy in general. Work. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Well, I won't, I won't check out Mermaid then, man. I mean, yeah. yeah well, didn't tell, didn't, didn't tell you it was I'll my kind it. of movie, anyways. But now that I've got your if the rest of the world of, thinks man. it's great, why not give it? Oh, a if shot? you can, yeah, if, yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can find it. Like I said, I went in there and the the theater was was full of people, man. It was like people were, were digging this. People all over. Yeah, but a lot of here, people so. lined up to see Dumb and Dumber too. Mm-hmm. So. Where's the where's yeah, the I did that too. Yeah, a lot of people. I did that too, bro. Yeah. Oh come on, man. I, I, had to, I had to try. I had Mike, to. Mike. I just had did, to were you were you one of the ones that avoided this 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 dreck? That's the worst film ever. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Didn't Thank you executive produce that shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, bad. It was bad. It's not funny. Because uh, I can't you know what happens here's to get a little off 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 topic, but when someone revisits a character after a long period of time and they try to get not just like the spirit of that character again, but like the voice. Like I couldn't handle Jeff Daniels' voice as as Harry 
because he was like, it sounded really stupid, and it was just like he threw on that inflection way too much over the top. It was hearing this dude in the newsroom and stuff. Yeah, he went from winning an Emmy to doing them that show. It's the movie, sorry. Yeah, so hopefully people will learn from that example. Ben Stiller! Ben Stiller! Oh, 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 sorry. Who said right, that? I did see Zoolander too, uh, as well, and that's that another. Why, yeah. why would you do it to yourself? All right. Know. Well, we're starting to wind down here. I want to talk about this new anime that's been blowing up the interwebs called Urbans, um, or Urbans, or I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. But I saw the damn thing written out, but it's. I said Urbans. Yeah, so did I. Then I said Urban. Then I said like nine different ways. I got problems, but it's it's just a pilot right now. They uh, reached their Kickstarter goal and were able to. Uh, fun to pilot, and now they're shopping it around. But it's set in a... Um, it's not a post-apocalypse. It's like a dystopian. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's a dystopian future where uh, a new type of sexually transmitted disease is lethal enough that it, like, hits you right away. And then, like, death is instantaneous. And because of that, society is broken down uh, between the sexes in regards to sex. Sex between a man versus a woman is how you contract the disease... And that's become illegal because basically it's killing people. Yeah. They have underground clubs. The society's devolved in on these underground clubs where people go and basically just think prohibition, but with sex. Yeah, they, feel, <laughs> they they go and they dance. They feel on each other. They touch each other. They rub on each other. They dry hump all this stuff. Yeah. It's 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 heavy petting, uh, like three But it's it's beautiful. By that I mean the anime Gorgeous. itself. Yeah, animation was dope. The storyline seemed to have a lot of promise. I won't say much for the actual acting in this one eight-minute pilot because it's an eight-minute pilot. You know, we've got to give things a chance and some leeway. Uh, But I really want to see where they take this. It looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, The concept is tight. It reminded me a lot of, and this is kind of a funny example, but I don't mean it to be, uh, the the vegan police in uh scott in scott pilgrim versus the world (laughs) because the way the cops uh broke up this rave i guess that may be kind of a spoiler if you're gonna see it but it's eight minutes yo come on but the way the cops broke up this rave and was serious was like a really serious version of what were they called uh mediators yes yeah they're called mediators Mm -hmm. and they handled business mediators run yeah (laughs) we're gonna talk you today (laughs) <laughs> it's like the high school, uh, the grade school dance or something. You yeah. know what I mean? They would step in between you and you dancing too close. Yeah. No, it it's, really like, it's like, like okay, making up room for Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I love this thing. Uh, it starts off really like full of itself, but I got the sense of, did you, uh, okay, good example of our generation. Um, did you guys ever play uh, Jet Set Radio Future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Jet Grind Radio? I yeah. did not know. Okay, well, this was a game. It was. This was a Dreamcast game. Dreamcast. That was set in uh, kind of a, kind of like a cool uh, street setting, cell shaded world. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing is normally it would seem over the top, but if you're within that audience group, you get it. Yeah. And to anyone else, it may seem like corny and overdone. Yeah. But to them, it makes sense. To us, it made sense. Where it's just like it's just on that level of we can see you're trying a little hard, but it's still cool. With this, I see they're trying a little hard, but for the audience they're going for. This will still be cool. This will still be legit. I felt like um, I felt like a mix, like just just to kind of like capture what you're saying. I felt like, a, yeah. like the Matrix mixed with Jet Set Radio, mm-hmm. and it felt like the Warriors. 
You got the Warriors from it? Yeah, man, because it just had that, like, divide. Like, the, the, when you watch the Warriors, you just – the first thing they hit you is that divide amongst the, the society. Let's like, say, all right, well, this is Warriors, and then there's, like, this – what, they're, they're fighting against these other dudes, and they all stand for different things. Um, so Rose, I forgot the name of the crazy. gangs. Like, I forgot the name of the gangs because, you know, it's, like, all the guys on – In the Warriors? Like, no, in the movie. In, oh, in um, the, the woman with the eaves. In the Hellraiser or something like that? No, no, no. The men were – it was someone with an M. Yeah. Uh, damn. Okay, well, I remember the woman with the I eaves. I forgot. But yeah. but the men weren't the Adams. The men were something else. <laughs> but yeah, it, it basically these the, these underground clubs are where they go to yeah. interact. Besides that, yeah, uh, heterosex is outlawed. And, and I think drugs were outlawed too, right? Uh, drugs were outlawed, but drugs were always outlawed. Yeah. They had specific drugs in the society like that Viagra would was outlawed. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just saying apropos that would show. facilitate sex. Yo, okay, tell me. When um, there's a scene in this where, where two people are about to break the law and get down in the room, the dude breaks out what I thought was at first like some kind of prophylactic. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. It, it was but, that thing they put on top of the. No, no. That, that's what happened when they went into the club. Oh, okay. Like they, it, 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 that's like um, hand, it was like hand stamping. Yeah. They they block out their um that government the government the mandated evil watch that protects them from having. Oh, it like, doesn't protect them. That was the meter. That's how the cops found who yeah. was, yeah, who was, was getting down. Them. <laughs> yeah, that's how the cops found who's having sex. And um, they have these things that facilitate them actually having sex. And this was dope, I thought, because this is like them actually thinking about how people would interact in the future and ways they yeah. would get around the law and stuff. Like, this is basically like, oh, someone established a solo pipe because smoking weed is illegal, as opposed to just grabbing a sprig of weed and lighting it on fire. <laughs> Which is what <laughs> I know, used to do. I'm like, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but it's like someone was actually thinking about how. This isn't working, <laughs> That's hilarious, but uh, it made sense. This dude pulls out something that would facilitate the the, the actual the actual sex itself, yeah. and I thought it was like a fleshlight type thing. <laughs> like, okay, yes, okay, I'm with this girl. We're in the back room. We found some private space. I'm going to use this fleshlight. She's going to watch, yeah. and it's going to be sexy. Like, nah, that's think, that's not how. No, I think, I think it captured that whole world that they were trying to create. When I uh, remember the DJ. Uh, he saw like the the boy and the girl finally kiss. Yeah, him. and it, it it was like the most epic like. 30 seconds like the you know you see the tongues touch he's like oh my god and then they kiss officially he's like <gasps> yeah he's like don't throw your life away <laughs> you know what I mean? like, gonna die. So yeah. that, that's what when i saw that scene i was i was sold on so does everyone world. have this yeah. disease if, so is it's, there it's, certain like, people like, is it, like does it get to that in eight minutes like it's just strictly yeah. transmitted through sexual uh, yeah so that, everyone that far, has it though no what you're saying? that detail was fuzzy okay it's, so it's, i'm assuming so what i got from it was um i believe it's in the air everybody has it like kind of the walking dead if you know even though you're alive if you die no matter how you die you still come back as a zombie i think so, so. It's i like feel like everyone. it's like that but if you can join on a separate level kind of like it lies dormant until you actually have physical sexual contact then it, it, yeah, it takes so. both of you yeah I think so because apparently, you, apparently got, you go like albino eyes when you ha- like, yeah, that's how you know you're we, dead we only got eight minutes of eight minutes of information on this weird is, but it was a weird that's like a future where uh, you know it's like anti-evolution it's like yeah. that just maybe yeah, a little bit so I want to see more. Is there any other future besides a dystopian one or like a post-apocalyptic future? You ever seen a movie recently where they set in the future and it's not like all torn and like Mad Max? They're not always good. If you look, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you see any that are good, you ever seen like, oh, that's a nice little happy future. Everything is like Tomorrowland was. Tomorrowland was, but that was also mired in uh, George Clooney. Being George Clooney a little too hard, right, man? It's like and that little English, Clooney? that little English girl who. That's looks, a great point, though. Like, I just feel like I don't <laughs> know if it's a Hollywood thing or it's just exactly how. Well, it's more interesting. I get it. Like, you hey, when you have to create books, drama yeah. that way, but 
Well, Hollywood, well, okay, the, the dystopian apocalyptic future is big now, you know? It's like, cat, cats are playing fall. <laughs> Death and destruction is in right you know, now. No one's so playing hard. pandemonium. Yeah. Here's my question to you guys. If you yeah. could pick out of all the ones that are out there now, like, you know, uh, uh, for example, like uh, uh, The Mockingbird, Mockingjay, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, if you could like, pick a one, post-apocalyptic pick? future, what, which one would you choose? I'm, I'm going Brave New World all day. It's like it's like even if my life sucks, I'm I'm chemically predisposed to to, to thinking it is the shiz all day. No, I, I'm, I'm good. It's like it's like it's like what are you a garbage man? Hell yeah, I'm a garbage man. What sports? Uh, yeah, take it off a second, mother. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Um, but no, it's called Urbance, Urbance, or U R B A N A N C E. Pronounce it however the hell you want, but I'd highly recommend you check it out. My future would be a. Uh, Bill and Ted. <laughs> when Bill and Ted. Uh, that actually, wait, wait. The Wild Stallions the, future. The future or the, po- oh, the post-future? The future future. The post-future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I actually would just love to live in The Walking Dead. Only because I feel like it's the only one <laughs> where I can actually survive. Because I live in a society now where people suck. All I'm gonna, and they do that to... <laughs> what they do in The Walking Dead to the actual humans actually exists now. So yeah. it's no different. But the fact that the zombies are incorporated and they move so slow, where I can actually just adjust and like not survive. like twenty eight days later infected yeah, people. Yeah, like, twenty eight days later, yeah, I'm we're dead, all done. Dude, I'm too fat. All I'm going to say about that Walking Dead is keep in mind how long in that series I'm talking about the show. Yeah. in that series it was before they actually got to use a shower. Okay, <laughs> the smell Listen, throughout man, Atlanta man. must be kicking. That's all. Listen. That's all. That's all I want to point out. It's hot too. Yeah, yeah. Urbans, check it out. If you type in Urbans, they they, they uh, hit the Kickstarter, so you can check out the pile. You can see it for free online right now. Hope it picks and up. It's going to be great. Oh, I definitely hope it picks up. Yeah. Yep. And also, the smell in Walking Dead is going to be atrocious. <laughs> this has been the Geek Down here on WEMF uh, Radio. We are just about out of time, but I want to thank my main man, Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. I I've always wondered how you got that name, man. <laughs> I was Adam talking was like, smack about The Rock, I think, because he's going to play Black, Black, Black Adam. Adam. Oh, wow. And then I said, I'm Black Adam. I think there was something <laughs> stupid like, I'm, no, I am. You know, I think we like, agreed so. there was no one blacker in this room. So you can only right get there. dubbed Black Don't, Adam as a white guy unless a black guy does it. So I, I, that's the only way, it's yeah. the only way I can take it. You know? yeah, man, Bro- you, you, brother you know how I started the show. He drank your milkshake. That's how he became. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to thank my man, Dirty D. Anytime, man. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, I want to thank DJ Mikey Mike. Always a pleasure. All right. Mike, don't shoot so me Mike. after the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I want to do all the Geek Down is brought to you by CSJ Promotions. Check them out on Facebook at CSJ Promotions. And, yo, I promise you some of the clubs you've been at here in Boston, some of the parties you've gone to have been thrown by CSJ Promotions. This stuff is dope. Check them out and be aware. Also, Out of the Blue Gallery is a place where you can go and see awesome poetry readings. You can see awesome art, local artists representing. And, I mean, dude, taking a show. A lot of their presentations are free, and it's right here in Cambridge, Massachusetts at 541 Mass Ave. Yo, I stand by them. Stuff is ill. And also want to remind you all, you can catch us right here on WEMFradio.com every Monday nights, 9 p.m. And other rebroadcasts. And uh, catch us up at geek down. If you heard anything on the show tonight, you want to chime in, you want to tell people uh, what Crayon Shin Chan was actually about overseas, because I got no idea, (laughs) Uh, you can hit us up at at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Until next week, we'll catch you all right here. Same bad time, same bad channel. I want to remind you kids, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace.